Welcome back to another episode of Passionate Conversations on a Casual Level. We're your hosts, I'm Brandy. And I'm Justin. If you love traveling, have young kids, or becoming parents is in your future, then this show is for you. We chat about why many parents admit to not wanting to travel with young kids. We offer tips and tricks through our own experiences with our family vacations, the highs, the lows, and the full-on blowouts. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to get into this. <laughs> but first, let's get passionate. Let's do it. What's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh. What's going on is the economy, the stock market, the interest rates right now. So Fill me in. I've... I've kind of picked your brain a little bit at the beginning of this week, but I haven't done it today. So yeah, I've been so eager to hear this. As we spoke about when we had our financial advisor Daniel on, the economy's just continuing to get in a bad spot. Where you know, pretty much everyone feels like we're in the middle of a recession or we're at the beginning of a recession. The inflation was supposed to go down, but it's continued to go up. So the Fed, the Federal Reserve announced this week that they're actually going to hike interest rates more than they even had previously planned. So that kind of set the stock market into a bit of a frenzy. So they did that so that inflation can go down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a technique to yeah curb the inflation. So um, to give you guys context, what this means in the real estate world is interest rates as i've probably mentioned in january were right around three percent and just six months later we are at six percent interest rates now i never in my wildest dreams at the beginning of the year thought we would see six percent i thought maybe by the end of this year we'd see five and a half or six but six percent in june is absolutely insane we're doubling the interest rate and people have lost over 40% of their buying power. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is really crazy to think about. So if you've been waiting for a house to buy a house, uh, you may have your opportunity. You may have to lock into a higher interest rate, but um, I guarantee you that prices are coming down. Prices will start to come down. Because nobody's running out the door. Right. We're at an (laughs) interesting spot where buyers... I think are kind of at the consensus of it's one of the worst times for them to buy just because the interest rates are so high Mm -hmm. and sellers kind of have this, um, this ego from the last six months that they're, they can sell and it's a great time for them to sell. So we've never, we haven't in, in a long time had two, people in a transaction that are complete opposite ends of the spectrum one thinking uh, i gotta be crazy to buy right now or you know i don't think it's a good time to buy and the other one thinking it's a great time to sell so right trying to bridge that gap is really it's, it's going to be interesting because you know if sellers don't lower their prices then the, that's the thing it's it's an open market so somebody will lower their price and get the sale and it's just going to be almost like a the same way it was a bidding war, right. it might be an undercutting war where people are undercutting their prices constantly to oh. get the only buyer or two in the market. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So you said the beginning of the year that you're comparing it to the interest rates from the beginning of the year, but like let's 
the interest rates before pandemic, is it still pretty? It's still, yeah. Before the pandemic, the interest rates were about four and a half, four percent. So, so it's four not four to six. <clears throat> four to six is still a significant jump. We haven't seen six percent interest rates in, I believe, it's around twenty years. Wow. So, and the last time when that happened, the prices were a lot lower. Yeah. So this is this is big. It's wow. something to keep an eye on, and I'll keep you informed. I, this is when I went to think about what my passion was this week. This is the first thing that jumped in my mind right. because it's, it's big. Yeah, it's big. It's so. very big. Anywho, how about you? You ready for some first world problems? All right, let's. Because I know it. you're talking about some major issues right now. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you got some. Is this like uh, binge watching problems or? <laughs> I've been having this issue with my skin lately. And I I feel like I figured it out, so I want to share it because I feel like other people could benefit. Um, And with the seasons changing and everything. um, So my skin has been, uh, I would say it's more like on the oily side. For your life? For my life, yeah. Like, you know, you kind of like determine if your skin's dry, sensitive, oily. I would say mine is more oily. This is all new to me, but yeah, go on. Okay. Well, for the people that take the time to invest in their skin, know what I'm talking about. Um, so men and women, I, since I go walking a lot, I'm out in the sun and just outside in general, like throughout different seasons changing, and this is new for me. Mm-hmm. So I have been experiencing some things with my skin that I hadn't experienced before, but recently it's been just on another level where my skin is just so dry. My eyelids, like the bottom of my eyes, the corners of my nose, my lips, and the corners of my lips being super, super dry. Um, and just doing whatever I can to like manage it and it's not working. Well, it wasn't working. Um, and I feel like I found the culprit. Let's hear it. Because <laughs> you you, you've been just like complaining about this for weeks. And I'm like... I have. I've uh, been like... I don't, you're blaming it on like a serum that I bought that we've been using. It's actually an under eye cream from the same brand that we, I normally get. And I got you onto it that you've used too. Um, and they didn't have the exact one that we usually get. So I got another one, same brand though. And I remember telling you, um, Hey, is your skin getting dry? Like is under your eyes? Are they getting dry? You should stop using it. Nope. And you're like, I'm not going to stop using it. It's working for me. So I stopped using it. Um, but my skin was still getting really dry. Um, and so then I was like, is it this new cleanser that I got? Cause I just ended up getting like a cleanser that I found because I couldn't find the other one I usually get. And anyway, it wasn't that it ended up being this, um, primer that I got. Basically, moral of the story is I was doing too much. What's a primer? (laughs) So a primer is used before you put on makeup. So I never use primers because I don't really wear makeup a lot. You Um, prime yourself for makeup? You you put primer on your face. I'm not a makeup artist or like I'm not really good with makeup. So I never, Mm. I just kind of stick to the basics. Um, but I saw this product that acts as a primer and you can use just alone without makeup. It's supposed to be beneficial to your skin. Oh my God, I want to use it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I started using it. Um, and I've stopped using it and my skin, 
I mean, it's not dry anymore. And so moral of the story is just don't overdo your skin routine. Like I just see so many people say they have a 15 step skincare routine and it's like, and I heard a dermatologist say this recently, three main things, protect your skin. So have some sort of like SPF, um, uh, moisturize your skin. So like our serum that we use Mm -hmm. and then just have a daily cleanser. Not like an exfoliating scrub because that's too harsh, but just like a cleanser. Just those three things and you're good. I used to have a zero-step process until you, you did. took hold. You did. Until what? Until you took hold oh. of my face. <laughs> yeah, whether you're now a man or a woman. Now I like a punching bag. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's never <laughs> too late, guys. So switching gears. Today we're talking about why... Um, Many parents um, are admitting to not wanting to travel with young kids. Dun, dun, dun. So let me just throw some stats out and see how you feel about this. All right. Hit me. New research shows that a majority of parents want to vacation with their children, while 22% choose to not in order to have a more enjoyable time. Where are you on this? So you're saying 22% will go on vacation by themselves? Yes. So it's still like a majority of parents want to do it with their children, but there's still that, um, yeah, that 22% that just want to go on their own. I think there's, it it just depends um, on the age, right? Because at a really young age, it is hard to imagine that the child's going to remember, you know, and and it's like, number one, a, a young child needs a lot of attention. And number two, yeah, like you're paying for their experience, but they're not <clears throat> actually going to get much out of it. So that's kind of where I land on that with very young children. So they surveyed 4,800 American parents that were over 18. So the first reason's too young, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, they won't appreciate it. They won't remember it. They might cry the whole time. Yeah. And they're old enough to pay for themselves. So... Why am I old enough to pay for Well, like if they're teenagers or like, yeah, I guess if you know when you're older taking your kids still with you on vacation, you know? Yeah. I see. So it doesn't pertain to just young, young children. No, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much, I think, what I was hitting on. So you were. Yeah. So um, how I feel about it is I still want to experience life and, um, I, I think I've mentioned it. I love traveling. And um, we right out the gate with Lily started traveling when she was really young. Yeah. Um, and so I say go for it is where I kind of stand with it. Um, and with Camden, we started a little earlier because we already had an older child. Yeah. So... It was like, I guess we had some experience under our belt. Yeah, and since we did it so early with her, we were kind of like, let's go get it, you know? It yeah. Was just did, second nature. Right. We didn't want to, I guess, waste any more time. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, too, with you have, you know, with our situation, we have Lily, who's, you know, going on six, and Camden, who's one. So that five-year difference, it's kind of like, well, we don't want to go anywhere without him. You know, he's, he's part of the crew too. Yeah. You know, right. Right. And some tips and tricks that have helped us that we wanted to share. Um, it's like I mentioned, you know, just 
go out and do it. And for me, it's, it was at first, a lot of it, figure it out as you go. Like, yeah, we didn't know what we didn't know. Yeah. And I think knowing your child and their patterns, sleeping patterns and stuff like that is probably a good start (laughs) to plan around that. Right. Um, so for us, we took red eye flights. Um, so we knew that Lily would be asleep yeah uh, the whole time and that's how it worked out um, that has yet to backfire i think we've done that like two or three times now yeah mm-hmm. and then um for me having your packing list um of just all the must-haves and just also just everything in general just i have it in my notes on my phone um and we may forget a few things but just knowing that list and checking it before you leave the house with your partner or whoever you're going with or just for yourself and you know doing the green little check mark on it so you know you have the kitty pad the ipad right you have the headphones um you have their like essentials diapers whatever it is um she's making a list checking, checking it, it twice, twice. <laughs> <laughs> um with making actual plans for your trip you may be used to doing like a whole itinerary for your entire trip well now adding kids into the mix you don't want to overbook your your days they pretty much have the uh, bandwidth and it really depends on what you're doing you know like hikes uh probably not going to get away with more than like 30 to 40 minutes right type of hike um and then you know you have that winding down period so know your child know what they can handle what they can't handle and yeah. you know give plenty of downtime you know like brandy's yeah, saying breathing room. two things in a day is probably plenty <laughs> you know or three depending on what it looks like and and if it is if you do have a drive then you know potentially they might take a nap if it's during the right time so right right plan it as if it's your day here but you know, I think it's easy to go on vacation, get out of your element, and then almost forget like, oh, yeah, our, our kids are going to be on a similar yeah. schedule. Yeah, and also giving yourself some grace. Yeah. That things may not turn out the way you hope. Yeah, I think that was a big problem for us, you know, early on was just expectations of what might happen. Right, and that's how we learn. Yeah. So this is what we're going to be talking about today is um, we're kind of – going to lay out three trips that we took, three major trips that we Jump took. Jumping in a time machine, folks. Yes, taking you back. Buckle in. <laughs> it's going to be a sweet, sweet ride. So why don't you start us off? <laughs> so our first trip <clears throat> that we did was Vancouver, Canada, back in 2017. So that means Lily was, if it was July, she was almost a year. Right. Yeah, so that was super fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And this is where we tested out that red eye flight. Yeah. So we flew out. That was like an 8 a.m. or excuse me, 8 p.m. or 9 p.m.? No, that was like midnight. Oh. Yeah. That was like a midnight flight. Okay. Um, So one of the things we were looking for was um, places to travel to that weren't too far away, like with the flight. So this was about a flight just under three hours, a direct flight from LAX to Vancouver. It was a red eye. Um, so she slept in the car, in the car, (laughs) on the plane. Yeah. Um, and we rented a car, so we went straight to the car rental and I believe we 
got a car seat with a car? Um, I believe this it? is where we found out that you can bring a car seat on a plane and it's not a problem. Oh, is this where it's we... It's completely oh, okay. free. So you can... I want to say that we actually brought her to the gate in the car seat and then we just got her got out. Got her out. Okay. Yeah. So that's a pro tip. You know, if you haven't traveled or flown with your kid, you can bring their car seat absolutely free. Yeah. <clears throat> they put it pretty much right before you get um, into the plane. You put it right there and they'll go ahead and load it up. So that was super helpful. And the rental car was, yeah, that was that's a game changer, I think. You want to be able to explore, especially in an area like Canada that has it a lot very spread out. It is. Know? And we'll go over kind of some activities that we did. Yeah. Too that um yeah, that we researched because we never been here. Yeah. So um uh, we got some recommendations of like what to do. And um one thing though I will say before we get into that is Airbnb is the way to go. Yeah, well, at least in 2017, it definitely was. Not anymore. Well, I think they're more expensive now. And, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, true. they have the cleaning fee, the pre cleaning fee, the clean, clean fee, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the squeaky clean fee. You want it just clean or you yeah, want it squeaky clean? Exactly. So there's there's all the fees now. Yeah. So it's, it's actually seems like it's a lot more than a hotel, but hey, at the time, it was amazing. Yes. And so this Airbnb, um, we researched and it was a kid friendly one. So um, it had like a bassinet style bed. Um, that was oh, yeah. that was nice. And everything was yeah, it was kid friendly. So we didn't have to worry about her like hurting herself on anything. Um, they had some toddler utensils and toys that she could play with, which was cool. Um, and yeah, it was nice to have just a little balcony there where we could get some fresh air. Yeah. Super safe balcony, by the way. Yes, it was. Glass and enclosed. And it was walking distance to <clears throat> coffee shops and, um, grocery stores. So we, that's where we took advantage of like, um, not having to go out for everything. Yeah. For no, food. exactly. Uh, but one thing, one of the things, one of the things that we enjoyed was visiting the Bouchard Gardens. Oh yeah. In Victoria. Yeah. The Island of Victoria. That was next level it was it was beautiful it was just this amazing but like huge garden yeah i have some videos maybe we'll post that this week um just a, a snippet of, i mean the the colors i mean i don't care if you like flowers or you don't like flowers like <laughs> this is just world-class beauty of yes. nature on a whole nother level like it, it's just it's really awe-inspiring if you ever get a chance to go yes. like this is a must see and we're not sure. getting paid to or, well i am but Bouchard <laughs> and me are like really tight yeah so. um no but your dad actually went there when he was young yeah so I know he was and it talking had an impact on him so he was like oh are you guys gonna go to Bouchard gardens and that's kind of how looked we looked into it yeah i was like damn we gotta check this out so but, from vancouver we took a ferry yeah there which the ferry was actually it's really cool. nice. You drive onto the ferry and, mm -hmm. you know, obviously you get out of your car and whatnot. But that was mm -hmm. my first experience actually doing that. I've never, I mean, if you're probably on the East Coast, you're like, oh, we do that all the time. Yeah. But I never had been on a ferry where you go, you park your car and then you drive and off. One hour is not bad. When, no. You know, with having kids, it's. And it's a beautiful, beautiful scenic, you know, mm -hmm. route. So that was. Yeah, that was nice. I will say if you have a like bee allergy. Or if you're really scared of bees like Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've gotten over. I'm not as scared anymore. Okay. I used to be really, really scared. Yeah, at Bouchard Gardens when, the, yes. when a bee landed on you. <laughs> <laughs> she 
she was losing her shit. <laughs> you remember uh, that? You were taking a picture on, of me. It was me. on video. I think I still got it. Oh, yeah, my gosh. It was pretty good. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that's a can't miss for sure. If you're in the if you're in the Vancouver area, yes. And um, another can't miss, and something that's accessible and convenient to do with little ones is going to check out some really breathtaking waterfalls. Yeah, that you can drive to, and a lot of them. Uh, so we visited about three of them. Mm-hmm. The hikes were not as. Um, no, you could pretty much drive almost right up to them yeah there was one that we did kind of have to hike a little bit but it wasn't too bad lily enjoyed it we did travel to north of vancouver uh to whistler yeah where they had the olympics yes really Um, cool right really really cool spot there's like a little village there is we enjoyed gondola rides yeah overlooking the mountains and they had some snow on them yeah they take you way up and there's actually i believe it's the world's largest unsupported gondola so it's like is it yeah yeah wow and we we took that it's like in a glass case it's if you're afraid of heights it's probably not the ride for you but (laughs) but it's really really cool um never will forget that yeah it was it was great and it's you know nothing major like with price i would say it's just no, driving was... there that's where the rental car came in handy because yeah we could go at our own time right and we kind of just like planned out the week and then kind of you know adjusted to you know what we wanted to do and um somewhere we wanted to visit also was stanley park yeah which really um cool. is also another world-renowned <clears throat> uh park in vancouver um it's yeah we took a super cool yeah Yeah. we got there we researched beforehand um a little bike place um where you can rent bikes and And that that really didn't go off well you know i think we started with a little like bike seat for her in the back of my bike and And what happened she ah i just remember her just like not being well supported So almost immediately we're like, yeah, we went and changed the little bike seat for like a carriage where she can like <laughs> sit down. <laughs> but All even right. that. <laughs> I think she was like, look, looking back at her, she was just like, I think she was asleep and just totally hunched like, over. Hunched <laughs> yeah, we have like a couple pictures where me and Brandy, like, I think we like set up the phone somewhere and took pictures and she's like literally in the background, like fall, like, you know, just hunched over yeah. sleeping in the little carriage right it's pretty funny yeah no but this is a great place to also um, be with your kids because it's this total like green oasis and majestic trees along the famous seawall that's there and that's where we were yeah. doing our bike ride around um yeah. but there's so many it's things gorgeous. to do in the and park. the weather is just i mean it's yeah you can't beat it right um another thing we did was the suspension bridge in vancouver oh um, yeah that's really cool that was cool yeah a lot of walking so i'd say probably um just prepare yeah bring water bring water <laughs> <laughs> yeah be, be prepared to do some hiking i think yeah that that was probably a little bit ambitious i think you know we have a daughter who hadn't yet learned to walk so it was a little she was just learning, yeah. Yeah, so that was a little difficult. It's probably better that she couldn't walk, though, because right, now they want, about it. yeah, when they can walk, they want to walk, and they want to walk all, all the time. Over, and, and, like, don't, they're not going in the direction you want them to go to. They're yeah, going in the opposite so direction. Yeah, so that was a 
blessing you know in into oncoming traffic yeah we topped it off with um a trip to the granville island public market oh yeah that was sweet that was yeah. really cool so um this is the most famous food market in vancouver it has i believe 50 vendors so you have some fresh seafood um specialty food I mean, it was yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and you're right by the water. It's just, yeah, it's kind really, of like really a nice. mini version of, you know, Seattle's public market. Is that what it is? Farmers market. Yeah. So we'll market. we'll the Pike Place. Pike's Place. Yeah. yeah, and we'll yeah we'll get into that. Of course, but <laughs> yeah, really cool um, <clears throat> mini version. I remember going to a brewery, and that was that was good. Yeah. Good food in Canada, not great, but good. Good food. Service is good. Service. Very good. Very nice people. So very, very nice. That people. was how we survived round one. Round two. Yellowstone road trip. Now this is next level, folks. So listen up. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling off a road trip with a little one. Okay. My first time ever visiting a national park. So I was very excited about this. Ever. Road trips. So um this was two years ago i was pregnant with camden still early on yeah um and so we yeah we were traveling with lily we started out on the road to laverkin i was gonna say canada canada yeah <laughs> back to canada <laughs> we're heading right back all we go yeah laverkin utah utah laverkin yeah Yes. <clears throat> which isn't like a destination place we were planning this trip out and <clears throat> we were checking out like pit stops and and feasible you know distances from our place and that a little cute little airbnb popped up and they're like roadside but like super new modern with a view and yeah it was, was about four <clears throat> just four of them yeah right yeah yeah it's just like a random little airbnb spot i'm sure some investor made it and they're probably making a killing but it was perfect it was perfect for what we were looking for and it was and i think four and a half hours from la six hours oh that was six that's right that's that right. was our first yeah we so we left it. early in the morning yeah i think what five in the morning five in the morning so that was i think that's a good time yeah to we start got there around like 11 or 12 <laughs> i think we might have made a spot a stop or two yes and we stayed <clears> for <throat> one night um so we yeah had enough time to um visit a lake remember that oh yeah we lake. went to a lake there that mm -hmm. was really fun yeah quail lake reservoir so we got some swimming in the lake um, it was really hot. I remember that. Super hot. This was August, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. This was right around oh, yeah, Lily's, Lily's birthday. birthday so. Yeah. Yeah. It was really hot. Um, and then we just ended it with, yeah, a nice little um, stop at a little a pizza. local pizza place. They made it. They had like a oh a, hand, a, a pizza truck and they were like making it right there with, you know, they had an oven. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. And it was really good. And we brought it back to the Airbnb and it was nice because in the backyard they had a little setup with the table. Yeah. And overlooking the mountains. Like a canyon view. It was really yeah, and the pretty. the sun was setting. It's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that morning uh, after uh, the evening we had pizza, there was this really cool um, brunch place or like breakfast place, like a coffee shop. And we went and got like muffins and coffee. And it was overlooking the same canyon <clears throat> that we 
um, our yeah. Airbnb was, but it was nice. It was like right. I felt like we were right, just right off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, it's it's pretty scary. But it's no, insane. it was it yeah. was really cool. And then we got an early start out to Salt Lake, which I believe was another four hours away. Um, and yeah. we did the same thing, another Airbnb that was pretty much downtown Salt Lake. Yes, yeah, so this was more urban yeah urban feels for sure salt lake is so freaking clean like for yeah i mean we're used to i guess la LA, san francisco i mean it's just ridiculous like i i kind of did some research on when they revamped their downtown and yeah you know when they made the utah jazz stadium and stuff like that and it was it was was surprising it was like early 2000s and i was thinking Uh like Oh my god! It feels like all of this is just brand new. Um, so that was that was gorgeous. I remember thinking like, how? <laughs> but, I know. But there was a, a large homeless population. There too. was. Yeah. There was. Yes. Um, we did visit a nice botanical garden there too, in oh, yeah. the University That's of right. Utah. Um, Red. Is it Red, Red Butte? Butte? Yeah, Red yeah, Butte. Yeah, Red Butte Garden. Really nice, uh, elevated views close to the University of Utah. That yeah. Was, it was cool. And that's where I was inspired about um, one day having my own medicinal garden. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And um, I feel like we had a real test with you. And Oh, my gosh. Um, yes. Something helped you. <laughs> yes. Relax. Yeah, that was a, a challenging week for me. I was going through a lot of stress. So, yeah. We went through the medicinal garden and what was it the lavender i think it was lavender yeah yeah taking deep breaths of the lavender it helped me you just crushed it up in your hands yeah. and took two big whiffs and helped me calm down a bit. it did it did and that's when i was like you know what we need this yeah. in our backyard she, need, she needs that on tap folks <laughs> around these parts i do <laughs> um it was nice because we visited some friends that were um yeah they were about what an hour away from salt lake yeah, not even maybe 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, and so we Park had... City, I think. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, we just hung out a little in the downtown Salt Lake area. So yeah, super clean, artsy. Mm-hmm. And then next morning, right? So we stood there two nights. Okay, right. yeah. And then yeah. the next morning we set off for Jackson Hole. Yeah. Yeah, which was epic. Epic drive. We passed through... Some states, um, definitely Idaho, right? Yeah, Colorado and Idaho. Colorado and Idaho. Um, and just the views were amazing. Horses everywhere. Yeah. Uh, just going through these. I just remember going through these different like little towns. Oh, yeah. And just like, wow. Just little Be- small you're being put into towns. Yeah. Different. Like a time capsule. Right. Right. It was humbling. For sure. Really humbling. Um, and we arrived at um, this little place. Well, I want to say it wasn't, it's a, it had, there was cabins. It's like a resort, but they're cabin style. Yeah. Lodging. The Rustic Inn. <laughs> yes. Which when Brandy was booking these places, I was like. Having a heart attack. Holy cow. We're going to be paying what? <laughs> Um, but seriously, if you're going to Yellowstone, the Rustic Inn, I mean, you're not, look, you're not going to get, if you're looking for luxury, that's not the spot. It, it's it's not. not. If you're looking for authentic, like outdoorsy, great environment, um, that is the spot. 
and they have literally a lazy river. It's it's actually a river that goes through and you, you know, me and Lily must have gone on that river like 20 times. I was it, scared. It was really going cool. on that tube, like thinking that I couldn't get off and like make my way back because you have to get off. Yeah. And get back to your the cabin. The first time we took it, we didn't know that you were supposed to get off. I thought maybe like it loops around. Like, no, this is a legit river. Yeah. Someone was like, you got to get off. <laughs> the first time we literally got like into the next person's property and had to walk. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's. But anyways, super and what authentic. what are those water animals? What are they? Um, the animals that were in the water. Huh? The They're. Uh, Beavers? Yeah, were they beavers? They were yeah, in there, right? I think otters are beavers. Yeah, yeah otters. Yeah, They're yeah. so cute. Yeah. So really cute. Watch and, out for otters. And it's not far from Yellowstone. No. So it was a nice super place close. to like, like it's set literally up and... right on the it's it's you know, the Tetons are right there. Um yeah, it, it's literally on the highway. So that was really cool. And I remember at the first night we we basically <clears throat> you know hung out on the grounds there's like fire pits and just areas for people to con congregate and, yes. and talk and mm -hmm. we ended up meeting some nice people and it was just really cool yeah it was cool yeah. and um we were ready to make our way to yellowstone the next yeah, day and we talked to actually the guy that we talked to um I think oh, was he, it our server or was it no no guy? it was um it was a, a guy that we spoke to Oh, okay. just he had his family there and he told us about the gypsy app gypsy guide gypsy guide which honestly made half of our trip i we were just which we'll talk about right now but yes game changer gypsy remember this guy's gypsy guide totally worth it um so once we found out about this downloaded it and as we started our just getting right on the in the car you listen to someone you put the app on guide you yeah and and it basically as you're driving the gps picks up these uh checkpoints for the person or the app to just start talking to you yeah and it's and it's not a robot like it's it's a nice it's a person to was, listen to <laughs> yeah as a guy that that was recording you know different uh things about the every part of the road that you were on and just all Lots informational. So as you go throughout the park, he has something to say about each stop or he says, you know, you might want to skip this one. It's really not that great. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which was really That's cool. That's right. That's yeah. right. So it's, it's all the benefits of a guided tour and the freedom to drive yourself. Yeah. There was no pressure. Like, you know, he literally legitly would tell you like, this is a good one. You know? Yeah, like stop. And <clears throat> yeah. I just remember us really being in awe of the history behind how this park even came about. Yeah. Who owned this land? Right. Like it, it had everything. Yeah, just the Rockefellers is coming to me right mm -hmm. now, right? Yeah. Just all of that. To me, that's, I don't know why, I'm just like really intrigued by all that. Um, And just like, yeah, very, very cool stuff. Um, totally worth it. It's about a four to seven loop drive. So I think we did about four hours. Or did yeah, we do more? Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's so much that we didn't, we didn't see. see. Yeah. And we just did, was it just one day in the park? I believe so. 
We yeah. Sp- she but did, we the did whole like the day, whole day. The whole day. For like, sure. Very early to But late. yeah, I mean, like, if you're a nature lover, I mean, there, there's no better place. We went to, you know, into the park. We saw... We saw, I think we saw glimpses of grizzly. There was a grizzly bear yeah. that was there. They were trying to like basically get them off. Yeah, the, it was the, in danger. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a couple massive, um, they weren't deer, they were elk, elk that yeah. were on the road. I mean, we were probably 20 feet, probably much closer than we should have been. People to some of getting these. off to yeah, try and take I mean, pictures. Yeah, people are kind of stupid when it comes to animals. Um <laughs> I have a respect for animals and we kept our distance, but there was people that were a lot closer. Um, we saw Buffalo, a ton of Buffalo, which was really cool. I never seen Buffalo before, but just really cool creatures up close. Um, yeah. And so Lily, so, okay. At this time she was about four. Yeah. She was riding a Buffalo. <laughs> um, no, what I was going to say was she, kind of slept most of the time yeah right? the, the, the park day for her getting back to the the whole kid thing i think yes. we got away from that for yeah. a while but okay so now <laughs> we know why parents yeah, don't take their kids exactly but no the park day was it was a little tough for her i remember her sleeping quite a bit and yeah. like at the end of the day kind of being like i'm ready to go right right yeah she she did enjoy getting out to um Kind of at the stops. The stops to see the volcanic um, hot Pools. springs. Yeah. So those were really cool to see. Um, and she was cool to kind of see little, or not little, but like animals out of the window. But other yeah. than that, um, yeah, we were she definitely was, more. Yeah, we were the kids. We were the kids. That were excited. Yes. Um, so that was something to, you know, be aware of if you are traveling with kids. I think older kids can appreciate the Gypsy app and everything yes. that, you know, comes along with that. But a four-year-old or under is, you know, probably, I would say maybe even 10 and under is probably not going to appreciate it as much. Right. One thing, though, that she did really appreciate was that um, that dinner we went to where you oh. go on the horses. Remember that? Yeah, that, that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. So that was basically, I don't even remember what that, like, what is something like that called? Um, I can't remember what it's called, but in Jackson Hole, they had actually like a little booth that we saw and it was like a dinner experience. So you go to a place, they loaned you onto wagons and then you go up a hill and have dinner and entertainment. And, you know, she got to actually like hold the reins of the horses and yeah that was cool that was cool so she'll never forget that yeah for she sure. enjoyed all the theater <laughs> aspect of oh, it. oh yeah for sure for with sure. the dancing and, it was and the food too. yeah food was good oh the food was really good yeah comfort food absolutely for sure and i just remember this um <laughs> remember when we got back and she's like i have to go to the bathroom no and so you took her to the bathroom and there was a, a, a line, basically, and you guys waited, and then she went in there and said, I'm just kidding, or I'm just joking. Oh, yeah. What was it? Yeah, she was just like, oh, I was just joking, Dad. I don't got to go. And, and you I'm guys like, were waiting. Uh, yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And then, yeah, I remember, so, like, that was, like, a whole, what was it, a week, week and a half? The entire road trip? <clears throat> yeah. Yes. So... 
we were pretty burnt out and ready to get home. So I remember the last leg of the trip, we said, I, I started driving and we were kind of considering like, what were we going to do? Are we going to stop close to Leverkin or what? <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, like we're, we're gunning it all the way to Vegas and we made it. Yeah. And that was definitely for Brandy, for Lily, that was a tough day because it was pretty much all road. Well, that concludes our Yellowstone trip. So that was trip number two. Yes. As usual, uh, if you enjoyed what you heard today, if you found some value in it, share it with a friend, share it with a parent. Um, Yeah, just... Review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you give us a review, we promise we'll shout you out. So, yes. a little incentive. We'll, we appreciate you guys for lifting us up, and we'll lift you back up in return. Keep in touch by following us at The Borges Podcast on Instagram. And we release a new episode every Friday, so stay tuned for another passionate conversation. Every Friday. <laughs> We ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Stay inspired.